1: Peter Mingles here, you're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio, it's www.buildingfortunesradio.com For anybody that might be unfamiliar with my voice, my name is Peter Mingles We started Building Fortunes Radio a long time ago It's over a decade, the tail end of 2012, the beginning part of 2013 And I wanted to be able to have a microphone and a platform for people that were doing things the right way In a lot of stuff like home-based businesses, that's where the title comes from, Building Fortunes Well, we started this, and I knew that we would be able to expand our product line, if you will, or the guest speakers that we've had, and we've had many of them. And today we have a new program with Shirley Franks, and we're going to cover a few things with Shirley, but just to kind of bring you guys up to date, she started off as a regular customer of ours. And then when she called me back and she told me that she was writing a book and turning it into an audio book as well, and we found out what it was, um, I said, you know, and she said, you know, how do I let people know? I said, well, one of the best ways to do it is, you know, work with us. We'll promote it on Building Fortunes Radio because we have a lot of people in the area that you're working with. And specifically, she's, you know, she's a great person. So I said, you know, we'll be able to do some things together. We'll do multiple of these types of radio shows um, because there's always people that are looking for the types of information that you have. And let's see if we can kind of increase this, if you will to being a regular series with a podcast, and as we grow, we'll be able to help other people do the same thing, because the topic we're going to talk about is a super-duper topic, especially for those people that will be receiving these services from the people that we're referencing over here, Um, and I just wanted to say, you know, let's do as much as we possibly can to help uh, train and uh, develop and support and all that sort of stuff, her book and the people that are in this field because they're so important to all of us. So the first thing I want to do is take away the mystery of who Shirley Franks is. She's got a website. If you go to ShirleyFranks.com you'll see that it's under, you know, always under construction. So we're always doing stuff relative to websites. And she's got um, her book on Amazon. We'll give you access to that inside the website. She's going to have a guest page on buildingfortunesradio.com as well. So if you look for Shirley Franks on Building Fortunes Radio. But we're going to call this segment Shirley Speaks. So it's going to be buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Shirley Franks, if you want to go there. But you'll also see it's going to be Shirley Speaks is going to be the subtitle of this specific radio show as well. So the first thing I want you to do as our Building Fortunes radio listening audience is share the same level of enthusiasm that I have towards Shirley Frank. So, Shirley, thanks for being here on your own radio show.
2: Thank you, Peter. Um, I've known Peter several years now. He's an amazing person and, um, you know, show extreme resilience. And... Um, Thanks again Peter for having me on your show. You're welcome. So uh,
1: we're going to be able to docu- we're going to be able to document how well you do here, and how we expand things. So this is the first show for those people that are listening in. Might as well date it, Shirley. So today is September 22nd of 2023, for those people that might be listening to the recording. You're going to hear her rise up the Amazon ranks as far as selling her books, but inside the niche that she's in, she's going to be a powerful force. So tell us a little bit about Shirley Franks, and tell us about some of the reasons why you were motivated to write a book, and uh, kind of blend in your history with the nature of the book as well.
2: Of course. So, um, thank you. So, as Peter said, my name is Shirley Lorraine Franks. I've been a nurse for 30-plus years. Um, currently, I work as a clinical nurse instructor. Um, my first book I've written um, in 2012, but I've always be have been driven to writing. Since in high school, I will write poems, write plays, and right, right, right. So, um, I've decided that I want to be a nurse author, and um, the book that I've written um, that's just been recently published is called one Nursing Affirmations. So, we all know what affirmations are, and um, I felt a need during my teaching experience for the past five years as a nurse um, clinical nurse instructor of um, being engaged in helping new nurses, new graduate nurses transition into the clinical field, bedside, whether it be emergency nursing, med surge, telemetry, and ICU intensive care. But what's Drove me or inspired me. The confidence that some of the nurses may have, the new graduates—they've passed the NCLEX, um, which is a is like the board for um, as an attorney. So nurses have to do the NCLEX exam. So they've passed that. That that's certified them to be a nurse. But they've lacked. Some of them are lacking the confidence. The drive, you see some may come in and they only last a couple of weeks. Whatever their reasons were to be um, a nurse, you know, maybe very interesting to their own personal life. So I thought I would help them give confidence. So what my first affirmation that I have in my book is, I am a nurse. And nurse, I am. So building self confidence, self awareness, and again, that's the whole idea behind this book to help new nurses. Because as as you may be aware, society may be aware, the medical system is um, lacking nurses. You know, there's a big, big, big shortage of nurses. I'm originally from the Caribbean. And when I came to the U.S. of A. on um, the mainland, U.S. mainland, that was my reason. I got recruited because they said there was a shortage 20 years ago, 20, 30 years ago. But now it's really hitting hard. We need nurses, and we need to retain them. So, again, my my main reason is to recruit, help recruit, build resilience, build confidence in the new nurses so that they can stay, they have a lasting experience in the vocation or career they have chosen. Now,
1: I've never been been a nurse before, Um, but um, I've, how would we say, interacted with nurses, either when I was sick or in the hospital or when we had family members that were sick in the hospital or worse. And um, I'll share with you, Sometimes in the in the in the most vulnerable positions that you're in as a patient, um, a nurse, their ability, they, they are the only one you have in that room at that time, and you might really need the compassion, if you will, the understanding and the patience and the, all that sort of stuff. Nursing is a probably a, a great job when it's great and a really tough job when it's really tough, because you're dealing with people in those times of pressure and stress and things like that. So um, could you talk to us a little bit about that and how your training will help people um, stay resilient and positive and helpful during those times? Because it's sometimes, I'm, I'm guessing, sometimes very rewarding but also very stressful. So talk to us about the nursing profession and how your book can help people in the nursing profession either, you know, become a nurse or stay a great nurse?
2: Well, um, so the book, the book I've written, this one, um, doesn't really go over how to become a nurse. Um, right. But, but actually to maintain resilience while you're a nurse, it is a stressful um, profession, and oftentimes, we we are put in in such a, a position that it may even how should i put it for example a doctor may go into the room examine the patient talks to the patient give instructions directions plan of care he comes out you go in, or you might have been in the room with the doctor, and the 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 patient now is asking you, well, nurse, what do I do? What do I, what x y z? He, be, you know, they may ask, and you're like, well, wait. In your mind, you're saying, well, the doctor just left. Did you not ask him? Did he not go over such and such? And um, you know, you you will hear patients say, well, you're the nurse, <laughs> you know. So it's like we have to know what the doctors know, we have to know what we know, and we have to be patient advocates and be there for the patients. So to do that, you have to be not just educated, you've got to be compassionate, you've got to be resilient, and, uh, and those are some of the few things you gotta maintain standards you gotta be ethical um if you feel um what i'm um, trying to uh, p- portray here you you should look healthy you should eat healthy you should you know maintain your nutritional values you should look a certain way like I'm a nurse you know so people are, so you're respected in the field. Um, I'm not sure if that answers your question. It sure
1: um, it sure does. Well, I mean, you you were a nurse or in the nursing instruction business for many decades, and it's probably evolved over time and maybe even complicated by COVID. So, you know, these were stressful times for lots of people. And I know that the book doesn't cover how to become a nurse. That's not the function of the book. It's 101 nursing affirmations for those people that are looking for it on Amazon. We'll make sure we have a link inside this guest page and a link inside these notes for this um, for this radio show specifically, so you could buy the book, whether it's in written form or an audio book, but the reality is, is that being a nurse is kind of tough, and the, maybe the higher paid person in the room, the doctor, came in, he did what he did, and then he left, and then the nurse is the one that's around, and the nurse is then kind of like the one who kind of cleans it up, meaning... Clarifies, cleans up, and has to do it with, you know, without doing things wrong and trying to do the best you possibly can, and deal with all the egos that are involved. Because doctors, many times, have huge egos, and then she has to deal with the patient. So, talk to us a little bit about what happens inside that room as a nurse practitioner.
2: As a nurse, um, registered nurse, um, you, you've brought up COVID. Um, you mentioned COVID that was a most um devastating time in all in, in this era. Throughout um throughout the nursing um profession you've had the people like Florence Nightingale. She was faced with treating patients uh with syphilis, the soldiers. She was the only nurse there. And she developed the technique I um, realized hand washing was the key. So in nursing, the nursing process, those are things, and even today, COVID was whatever happened, but the key function was make sure you wash your hands, not going from patient to patient, you know, practicing poor, poor hygiene. And um, I'm not here to teach about what happened with Florence, but um, it is what it is. So the question you asked me, can you repeat the question again? Sure. <laughs> so, so
1: you know, there's a lot. There's a, that's okay. There's a lot of stuff that happens inside that room when the nurse is there's there. There's a lot
2: of stuff, and, of course.
1: Yeah. So and we
2: everyone. Have a go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. So we as the ner- we as nurses we are we are, we have to follow the nursing process and we should plan of care. So one of the nursing processes is to assess. So you go into the room and which part of my teaching you should be able in seven seconds. That's my philosophy. It may not be what the board of nurses says, but I practice this even. I may go to the mall or go to... In seven seconds, I've already assessed. I know that if that patient is breathing irregularly, if it's fast, if they're anxious, if they're in pain. So one of the things we have to do as nurses is go in and assess your patient. So I say seven seconds, you give a quick look. My primary background is in emergency nursing. You give a quick look and you should be able to assess if this patient is in pain or whatever may, could be going on. And then you start talking to your patient doing you know, based on your quick assessment and follow up what your plan of care should be. So nurses have, have developed that technique and should practice doing that where they become an expert. I think we are experts in um, assessing patients just by a quick look Excellent. So, Okay, good. T- we're gonna
1: do, Yeah, let's do this let's <laughs> take a quick commercial break so we're going to come back after the commercial break you're listening to Shirley Frank she's got a great book 101 Nursing Affirmations you'll be able to find it on Amazon we'll make sure we have links here we'll be right back
0: thanks for listening to Building Portions Radio if you sell a product or service then you should check out PMMarketingNetworkLeap.com Just visit www.networkleads.com. For over 18 years, PM Marketing has helped distributors build their home-based businesses through lead generation, website development, automated email delivery systems, and sales training. If you're looking for a way to increase your skills and increase the number of people that see your product or opportunity, networkleads.com can help. To learn more, visit www.networkleads.com. Ask about their lead management system, capture pages, personalized websites, MLM Training, Humongous Blogs, the Humongous Classified Ad Network, Building Fortunes Radio, or their webinar schedule. Neverglades.com can be your one-stop shop for everything you need. And now, back to our show.
1: And we are back. Peter Mingles here with Shirley Franks. If you go to ShirleyFranks.com, you'll see the website that she's developing to support the programs and the book that she has, which is called 101 Nursing Affirmations. You'll find it on Amazon if you look under Amazon for 101 Nursing Affirmations. And then her name, Shirley, S-H-I-R-L-E-Y, and then Franks, like more than one, F-R-A-N-K-S. You'll see that also on ShirleyFranks.com. So Shirley, we're talking about some of the things that happen inside uh, the the room that a patient might be in with a doctor or without a doctor and some of the stresses that might be there and I think about the power of affirmations so I remember when I was in direct sales for the very first time there was a book called Think and Grow Rich and um, he had the they had the uh, the affirmations on the self confidence formula and I was told to read them every day and several times a day as a matter of fact and read it with um, conviction uh, Sometimes people want you to read things in front of a mirror I'm not a mirror guy so I skipped that part But I was like reading the convictions And many times I was stating some things That I knew that I needed to be true Sometime now as well as in the future And through reading those affirmations It kind of helped guide me and reinforce um, The actions that I had so I could be more successful So I knew the power of affirmations When I was new But I don't want to say this the wrong way I you know sometimes what worked before you stop using and then you say well I don't really need those affirmations because I'm where I am or I'm moving in a different direction or I'm reading something else and then every time I look at the the book Think and Grow Rich or I look at the affirmations that I wrote down or still have in front of me um, because I wrote some affirmations for every portion of my life if you will after that as well I realize that you know what the further I get away from an affirmation the further, the further um, off of focus that I'm on uh, or that I'm in, meaning like I'm off in the wrong course or I'm slightly off, it's kind of like a wheel that's not balanced on a car that's driving down a highway. So, you know, if you're riding down a straight highway and your wheels are out of balance, eventually you're going to hit, you know, be off the sideways, even if it's off just a little bit. So I have always understood the power of affirmations, whether I'm brand new, Or whether I'm today and everything in between so do you want to focus a little bit about that like the power of these affirmations and how they can keep someone guided and focused and motivated because like we were referencing a little bit earlier in that room that somebody might be in or in the career profession of being a nurse there have got to be things that happen that I'm going to say rattle you like that, that that just there has to be. If you're a human being, there has to be things that upset, excite, frustrate, um, all of those types of things, and especially in trying times like we have been in and probably will be again, um, these affirmations could be career and or I'm going to say even life-saving. So do you want to focus on the attention and the importance of these affirmations? Uh,
2: of course. So affirmations um – somewhat shift your mindset, um, making a person feel, whether it be to feel better, to be stronger, to be brave, you know, but in actuality will be reinforcing positive beliefs and thoughts. I've, I've coached um, new nurses that are scared this one person, for example, this one new grad, he couldn't start an IV. He was, he was taught about the skill set, but during the um, simulation, he couldn't start. He couldn't get it started. So in nursing, normally we, we if you're starting an IV, you shouldn't stick the patient more than twice because you're going to lose confidence and the patient's going to lose confidence in you as well. So affirmations, I feel, are very important in building strong mindset, positive beliefs in yourself, and so you can cope and you can conquer what you need to. Do. So, so can, we, dis- can, we, can, we,
1: can we stop right there for a second because I just want to ask a question. I don't know, I, like I said, I've never been a nurse, but I'm going to imagine that a nurse has to do an IV a couple of times. In their career? Maybe a couple of times a day. I don't know. What is the typical number, if there's a typical number in a week of how many IVs that somebody has to start? So an IV for those people listening in, I'm guessing, is you have to kind of stick something that's sharp into a vein. So there's some variables here. The, the patient, their, their size, their weight, their status, what you had for breakfast, if you're the nurse, you know, or what you had for lunch, what's going on in your personal life, what's going on in your head. That's a pretty <laughs> dramatic time. Am I, I know it may sound routine to you, but for me, if I'm the patient, or if you're the nurse who's a little bit anxious, this is a time where what's going on in your head can manifest what happens in that physical event. Am I wrong or am I right?
2: You're right. You're right. So I told the the this young man, I said, "Look, do you believe in affirmation? You gotta say to yourself, write it down, whatever you have to do. That I will be good at starting IVs, okay? And the next day he came and he's said, like, okay, we're in a group of uh, a simulation group, and he's like, okay, Miss Shirley." Um, I want to start IV. I want to be the one, who is the person who's doing the intervention. And do you know that man was trying, that young man was trying his IV. And I smiled, and then I asked him during a debriefing, I said, did you do your me? He said, yes. So say not to say. As far as the... You- the <laughs> I-
1: as, I, as I'm thinking about this, I can't help laugh. I think I'm going to buy a couple of books and hand them to every nurse that is ever going to treat me. <laughs> I'm kind of like, you read these books. You read these information. I want you to be. I want you to be saying like I'm the best IV taker and or I'm the best IV or whatever the hell it's going to be.
2: Uh, that, that is funny. The the one of my best friends, um, I do Ron, his name. He's a paramedic and um, and a nurse. RN, and he was the first to purchase my book. And he said, you know, Shirley, what I do, I just flip a page randomly in the morning, and that's his affirmation for the day. I said, all right, Ron, you're on top of it. Now, to answer the question um, about how many IVs, it depends on the environment a nurse is working in. In the emergency room, she can very well start at least 10 IVs. A wow. day, a wow. shift. So whatever the skill set may be, that could be maybe intimidating or a challenge for you. You know, of course you're gonna have your basic skill set, but again, we're we're only humans as nurses, and people sometimes underestimate or overestimate us. If you understand, so I've worked. Where okay, I see a patient with uh, I stick in the chest. You see my face? It's as calm as anything. I'm not gonna panic. The normal person may panic. Pulse rate is racing. You, you, you see what I'm trying? Where I'm going with this?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, I'm, I'm passing out. Yeah, it's the reason why I'm yeah, not a doctor so, or a nurse. <laughs> I'm
2: not passing out. That, some, <laughs> have, some people have faith. I oh, know a nurse in, nurse in school. She was um, in the OR. She saw blood, and she quit nursing after that because she fainted. And she no told that. I guess she thought that she couldn't handle it, so she quit. So
1: um, probably a pretty probably a pretty good sign.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's we're strong nurses and I'm speaking for my fellow nurses. We're strong people, and we're skill set, um, highly skilled. We're educators. We, are, we have degrees, you know, master's degree, bachelor's degree in nursing, whatever it may be, but we're trained and we're educated. And I'm just wanting to support my fellow nurses to realize and accept that. Um, there are the challenges, you know, working with teams that one may encounter. But, again, we can overcome them, and usually we do. And some, some nurses who resort, they have trouble. They do have trouble where they may, you know, that's why I say I am not stressed. One of the affirmations, I am not overcome by stress because you can seek back, you know, go exercise, whatever. I'm not perfect now. I'm not perfect, but I try to be. So, do whatever you can. I will tell some of my residents, my learners: go, go to the beauty shop, go to get, (laughs) go get a pedicure, whatever it may take. You know that's healthy. Um, it whatever it takes to relax or control your stress. That's what we should do as a people. As as a person, as a professional. So you can be a, one can be a good example to that patient.
1: Excellent. You know, I well, let's do this. Love- we better wrap yeah. up our first radio show because we're going to run out of time. So for those people that are listening in, you'll be able to hear this again, share with other people, especially those people that are nurses or in the nursing profession or do you think might be able to uh, be, be uh, helped by this. If you go to ShirleyFranks.com, that's the website that she's building. If you go to com forward slash Shirley Speaks, that's what we're going to call this radio show where we talk about the book as well as other topics. And, Shirley, before we run out of time, I want to say thanks for being here. Thanks for being our customer. But thanks for this really great information that we're, we're going to have now as well as in the future to be able to help people in, in some pretty difficult times. So we're going to call it uh, our first radio show. Thanks so much for being here. And um, we'll see everybody next week. We'll, be, well, actually, we'll probably do a few of these uh, pretty quickly so we build up a nice library, and you'll see those on Building Fortunes Radio. So having said that, Shirley, thanks for being here on your first radio show with us on Shirley Speaks.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: I'm Peter. You're welcome. Thanks, everyone.
0: You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments.